0: Welcome to the Mother Together Podcast. This is Tiana. This is Arielle. And we're two moms empowering other mamas not to settle in their motherhood, relationships, careers, and self-worth. We are
1: so excited to be back and we have a special guest today. Um, Her name is Maisie Blackwell and she's one of my favorite influencers, but Uh I may be a little bit biased. (laughs)
2: Thank you so much for having me on. I'm glad we gotta finally do this, guys. Yeah, we yeah. had to
0: push it several times. That's my fault. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, tell us a little bit more about yourself.
2: Okay. Um, yeah, so Macy Blackwell. I am an, you know, online social media influencer and content creator. I've got two daughters who are seven and four. And uh, been married to my husband for almost nine years now and he is a firefighter and also works construction. So he has two jobs. I'm home alone a lot.
0: You guys never see each other basically. Basically,
2: yeah. Yeah. We really have to make an effort to, you know, spend time together, plan the date nights and like book the trip. So we do have that like togetherness time.
1: So I know you shared this recently, but can you tell our listeners how like soon after you met Corey did you guys get married?
2: Okay. So this is a fun story. Yeah so we kind of like just like hit it off right from like the very beginning and basically fell in love and after seven months of knowing each other um, we got pregnant with Lux and got married and like thankfully it's worked out so far you know.
1: (laughs) Well I was like there for all of that so Mm -hmm. I I knew that but when you shared it, I was like, wait, like, wait, they only knew each other that long and they got married. Like, oh my yes, gosh. It it's was funny crazy. how normal
0: that is, though, at that age when you're younger. And yeah. Used yeah. To high school relationships. And... Mm-hmm. Well, I know that we're going to talk more about your life as an influencer and how you got started. And yeah. Maybe even give tips for ladies that are listening that want to pursue something like that. So, I guess, tell us how you kind of fell into what you're doing now. Is it something that you had planned to do the whole time or
2: how that Okay. Come yeah. I can tell this whole story. Um, so, really, like, since Instagram started, I've always just kind of been, like, a consumer of content. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I really enjoyed following influencers and stuff. But, uh, you know, a few years ago, I was always too scared to because I would compare myself to these already successful girls. And I was like, well, gosh, like, my house doesn't look like that. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't have the clothes and the bags. And Mm -hmm. I was like, there's no way I'm gonna, you know, put my crap out there because it's not as nice as theirs, you know. So that really kept me from it in the beginning. Uh, But then I kind of had this, like, this like pivotal moment that it was really funny because I was sitting in the TJ Maxx parking lot on the phone with my sister. So like my sister kind of did blogging and wanted to be an influencer kind of in the beginning. And so I would kind of help her think of ideas for her content. I was sitting there in the parking lot and she was like, what am I going to do like for spring? And I was like, you know, you should do um, Easter ideas, like what side dish to bring to the family gathering, Mm -hmm. what outfits to put your, you know, family in. Um, Easter baskets like all kinds of things and I was sitting there and I was thinking you know what I should be sharing this <laughs> yeah. you know I was like you know like I was like I have good ideas I think I could you know yeah. share these with other women and moms and like help them it's like I should do it so but it wasn't until the summer of 2018 where we were on the drive home from Holiday World which where we lived that's like a real popular amusement park and uh, the kids were passed out of course so Corey and I had like two hours of uninterrupted talking time mm-hmm. and He, like, really kind of pushed the thought, like, over the edge for me. And he was like, you know, I think you'd be really good at, like, with this. I think you have a lot. Yeah, I know. He's been so supportive. He was like, I think you have a lot to share. And I think you should just go for it. And, of course, I was like so scared at first because I was like oh my gosh like I don't want to put myself out there in that way like you know people are gonna make fun of me but I was like you know people have made fun of me my whole life so yeah. like what do I have to lose at this point right. you know
1: and we are in a small town so we like, are is so, like yeah. judgmental of like right oh, I can't believe they're doing that
2: yeah, yeah like you're really putting yourself out there by like showing up <laughs> on social media yeah. and so I was like you know and so at that point we just kind of like started and you kind of just started like At that time, I don't think stories was really, like, a big Mm -hmm. thing yet, so we would just try to, like, post cute family photos just, like, once or twice a week, and, like, that's kind of just where we started with it, and, Mm -hmm. of course, I started with, like, you know, almost zero followers like everybody else.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's literally where you have to start. Yeah. It's not like you sign up for a certain Mm -hmm. Instagram account or something. No. So it's funny that you said that about him encouraging you to do that because I think you told me – yeah, we were talking the other day, I was like, who takes her pictures?
2: Yes, Corey. So Corey takes um, – he is the ultimate Instagram husband. I love that. He's wonderful, yeah. Like, this whole time he's been, like, 100% behind it. Like, he's never questioned any of the packages coming to the door. (laughs) Or he's always been really good. Even if we're in public places, he'll take the photos without getting embarrassed, thankfully. And he'll take 100. He knows it takes, like, 100. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We had to, like, get that out of the way. Mm
0: -hmm. That's good. Yeah, because we just came from Disney World and my husband's yeah. just now getting okay with like, all right, that's how you, you know, remember things is you have pictures. Yeah. So like anytime we would ask I would ask to take a picture, we'd be like passing something, and I'm like, Oh, this is a really good angle of the castle or whatever. Like, can we take a picture? I knew I'm just like, I'm asking, I know it's gonna get frustrated, but like it yeah. has to happen. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I cannot imagine. I mean, I know some men are different, but that's like a way to grow, for sure. It's yeah. Like, not only you mm-hmm. can take pictures
2: all the time, you can stand there and just go like this. <laughs> just yes. like, like it. just <laughs> don't
0: stop. There's a ton of angles, yeah. a ton
2: of different, yeah, <laughs> just like keep going until we are done. That's funny.
1: I love that. So how do, how do your kids handle that? Because me, even trying to get pictures of my kids, I've My Instagram feed is half just as like, as me, because I'm like, I'm not even dealing with it. They're like, everyone's like, are you a single mom, (laughs) (laughs) Tiana?
2: Exactly. No, it's, it's gotten harder as I've gotten older. So when Mm -hmm. they were like babies and toddlers, they, you know, I could easily bribe them with like a sucker or like, here, take a picture with mommy. And like, they always looked cute and just had those natural smiles, but anymore it's harder to get a family Mm pic and it's kind of like pulling teeth. And so I'm also kind of. Anymore, I'm trying to show them a little bit less, just because they're not with me as much anymore yeah. either, because they're going to school and yeah. it's not that all the time. So
0: that makes yeah. sense. We take Having one when we can people, yeah, yeah. Own lives, yeah. Good. I that love makes that. Sense. Yeah, we struggle with that too. Can you tell me what your favorite thing is that you post about, like? Like, I know you have themes. You kind of have, like, pillars. What's, like, your favorite thing to post about?
2: I think I get most excited about doing, uh, like, seasonal, like, holiday stuff. Mm -hmm. So I Mm -hmm. love doing seasonal decor and, like, fun recipes and showing, like, party setups. Mm -hmm. That's – I mean, I like, you know, fashion and, uh, like, doing the recipes and everything else, too. But – I get most, like, just fired up about, like, the seasonal memories and oh, creating yeah. traditions mm-hmm. with your family. And I, I think that so good is a that good connection. That that your
0: time lasts for, like, decorating for the different holidays. So, <laughs> like, my favorite. Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, I, yeah I love doing do that. Do you
0: actually eat at your dining room table?
2: We do. Like, day to day? Not every single day. Yeah. Not every single day. So, we'll... Usually, like if we're just having breakfast or like just a super casual, like you know, pizza dinner Mm -hmm. or something like that, we'll just kind of eat at the island or in the living room. But no, like maybe at least twice a week because Corey is gone a few nights a week. So when he Mm -hmm. is home, I try to cook and we'll try to sit there and we just have to like push all the pumpkins or whatever (laughs) out of the way. for I feel
0: like that's going to be a cute memory for your girls too to like grow up and that being their vision of like a dining room table, you know, like this grand whole thing. I I love it. It's beautiful. Um, I know my favorite that you've done recently is your Bridgerton party oh my gosh I that, that was I really was a blast. blast
2: we had a blast I don't know somehow I talked Corey into like wearing that top hat that and everything exactly.
0: <laughs> I Honestly. really showed it to
2: Daredevil like this is how much you're failing like this is amazing <laughs> that he did that Corey he like he's setting
0: the bar so high that all these yeah. husbands he
2: is he, yeah he really is like that yeah. kind of guy he's awesome. awesome we had a we had a blast I, I love it. that He yeah.
1: did <laughs> look fun Yeah. My girls would have been like so excited, but Quincy would
0: have been rolling his eyes on (laughs) me. Oh my goodness. I I would not even get get our boys on anything, but like joggers yes yeah yeah we're lucky if they're like joggers that are actual pants usually they're just like joggers so (laughs) exactly yeah that's how lux is
2: usually lux is my like comfy one and thea wants to dress up like a princess every single day oh so So then it's
0: like not you can do hand-me-downs because
2: not really because she doesn't really want all the dino shirts you know just like and like i want to wear my pretty dress
1: okay so when you really started like posting like you said what do you remember like kind of where you at with followers
2: Yeah. So I had kind of started with like 2,000 followers, like just of hometown people, friends and family. Um, So that's kind of where I got started. And once I decided I was going to do it, it was really important to me. I really wanted to make that push to 10K like everyone does, right? Because you want the swipe up, yeah. you know? Um, So for that, but I knew I wanted real people. Because the thing Mm -hmm. is, you can't have an actual like, business as a content creator Mm -hmm. if your followers aren't real yeah so that was something for me that like I wanted to stress from like the very beginning I wasn't gonna and honestly I couldn't afford to buy followers if I wanted to you know what I mean at that point like I didn't know how people would just like wake up with all the like I was like Mm -hmm. I don't know and it was important to me that I had actual women on the other side of the screen that Mm -hmm. would like the same stuff that I liked Mm -hmm. and that would want to like swipe up and support me you know so I will say something I did Every single day up until that 10K point was I would search hashtags in my category. So I would search for like girl moms and like holiday decor and mom style and stuff like that. And I would go and I would um, engage on their content. So mm-hmm. their photos, I would leave like a nice, like authentic, genuine comment on mm-hmm. their photos, like not like a spammy right. one, a nice one. And that kind of did two things for me. So that person would probably come look at my page and like who, who left this comment and they would check out my page. And if they found like my content to be useful, they would follow me. And then also the people that were looking through their comments, their own followers might see me. So yeah. I was able to grow. It was super slow, but like slow and steady mm-hmm. yeah. in, in that general. way. Yes, with real people who chose to follow yeah. me. Yeah,
0: so like yeah, so yeah. literally the best followers that you could get.
2: Yes, so that was tedious. Mm-hmm. But I just knew like I wanted to kind of have a foundation of real yeah. people there. So that's kind of where that got started.
0: So, to set an expectation, not only for someone that wants to do this, but like even our ladies, that's what we teach them to do, mm-hmm. if they want to grow an Instagram account for a virtual assistant career, but how often do you do that a day? Like, um, did you have like, okay, today
2: I have to comment on this many people's kind posts? of I would just spend like let's say at least 10 minutes. 10 minutes That's a day. It, oh, no, God. like, yeah, I didn't have time. You know. Yeah. Who's got time so, with kids? Yeah. I was in like front. two hours. Like, well, no, yeah. no, no, no. So like, it, but it was almost every single day. You be I, intentional
0: about yeah, it. Yeah, it was like
2: 10 minutes. I was like, I'm going to go and comment yeah. on a few people's stuff. And, you know, that slowly got those people. And then also, obviously, when you are posting content, mm-hmm. you are naturally getting people in that way. Yeah, but right. But that kind of helped sped it up for me. So when COVID happened, that was kind of like a pivotal moment for me. In like my business and journey, because I was thinking, all right, what are we gonna do now? We're all at home. I have everyone's on their phone, kind of like consuming more content than we ever have. And I'm like, I like no longer is it gonna work posting in like real dressed up outfits, like doing all these tra- all these travel photos, like pretending
0: everything's normal. For you right, it's like out.
2: that's not realistic. Like we're all at home right now, so. I started thinking, okay, what kind of valuable content can I share with these ladies? And so then, that's when I started really doing like a lot more recipes because we were all like cooking at home. All the restaurants yeah. were closed. So I would like share recipes. I would share like us going down the slip and slides in the backyard or like, you know, trying to make stuff fun. And then that helped me grow in ways because not only was that content like valuable content, it was shareable content. So people would do the things and they would tag me in their stories, which gave me, you know, access to their own followers and friends and family. And then I started taking it seriously. You know, I was like, I can see this being a thing. Like this is a chance, like either I'm going to like just post a few cute photos and call it a day, or I'm going to like turn this into something more. And so I started taking it seriously at that point and being a little bit more intentional Mm -hmm. about what I was posting.
0: I love that COVID did that for so many people. Yes, yeah. I do too. Like if it had to be here, uh-huh. it sounds like so Take many people were able to start like, or continue or grow like what they had been wanting to do for a yes. long time. And I also love that you
1: said, like, what would my followers need? Because mm-hmm. as a content creator, no matter what kind of content you're creating, it's not about like you. It's about what do they need? Mm-hmm. What can yes. I provide to them? It's just adding value to them. And that's the key piece of being an influencer, a content creator, period.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I I can say something on that too because I had to change my mindset with it because I think, you know, a few years ago to be a content creator, influencer, blogger, all you had to do was post a cute outfit picture, throw it up there, and call it a day. Mm -hmm. And you can't do that anymore. And it's it's not about you. And that's the thing. I think it's hard for – some of us in this industry to get that it's not just about like flexing Mm -hmm. to other people Mm because no one wants to see that. That makes people feel like crap when they leave your page. You know what I mean? And so every day when I wake up, I try to think, how can I help these girls? How can I bring value to their lives? So I try to like think of how I can serve them. Mm -hmm. And that just like starts the day off right with like, you know, good intentions of really helping. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. not about me. You know, it's about them.
0: That is really powerful because if you think, too, about, like, how moms are so void of a village, Mm -hmm. I think that, like, these types of communities can really, like, replace that because even if it's not, like, you're individually calling each one of the ladies that follow you and saying, like, how are you doing today, mama? Like, how can I help you? (laughs) Like, your stories are doing that because it's, like, that, I mean, in the world that we live in, that is the community that we've created is this, like, virtual one.
1: So, okay. I know you work with a lot of brands. How do you get into working with those brands and how do you pick and choose like
0: what you work with?
2: So I probably don't do as much as I should because I don't ever reach out to the brands first, which I know is a huge like mistake and I know I should be, but I just haven't like taken the time to do that. At some point, I think I would need you know, a virtual assistant yeah, hey, or like, you know, like someone to kind of do some of that for me. But mm-hmm. really what happens is, you know, I'll get lots of emails a day and I'll go through them. Honestly, like 90% of them are just stuff that mm-hmm. I'm not even going to respond to, yeah. you know, um, but then if I see one that I'm like, I know that brand, I already use that product or I'll check out the page if I haven't used it and mm-hmm. ask them if I can try it first And then um, at that point, we will negotiate some kind of rate Mm -hmm. for all the – they're called deliverables, Mm -hmm. which which is like what you're going to be posting for Mm -hmm. them, like how many stories, is it a reel, blah, blah, blah. Um, And hopefully we come to some kind of agreement there, and then we move forward with the partnership. So I just try to do a few because not only is it like time, it's also like no one wants to see ads all day, Mm -hmm. and I don't like seeing that, and I feel like it comes – cross like kind of inauthentic when you see people just pushing like a hundred different things every Mm -hmm. post. I knew I didn't want it to be that way. So I kind of try to wait for the ones that I really want to do. And I will not like a standard I kind of try to hold myself to with anything is like I'm not going to share it if I wouldn't tell my own mom to buy it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I just with everything I just stick to that.
0: Yeah. So again (laughs) just still like adding value too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think people need to kind of remember that influencers are a free service to you yeah, because they're free. You know, they're free for us to consume their content. Like I consume influencer content too. Like that's how I make a lot of choices. And the influencers, like most of the time they're buying all this stuff with their own money. They're like taking the time to film it. They're like reviewing it. Like they're doing all of that work. So it's saving you time and money trying out different things Mm -hmm. and you don't have to do it. So like when... People do like swipe up on your link and purchase through that link, and the influencer makes a small commission. Mm-hmm. That is like extremely helpful, right. and that's like a good cost way. Them more. It doesn't, yes, yeah. it, does, it cost you nothing to you know support your favorite content creators.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's where we find all of anything new that we try. Oh I don't, yeah, I don't
2: yeah, yeah anymore.
1: So everyone always wants to know, like, how much does you know an influencer make?
2: So really, the sky's the limit with this, which that's what I think makes it exciting. Like, it can truly be whatever you make of it. And I know people who just have a few thousand followers that are, you know, pulling it in. Mm -hmm. And then some people that have hundreds of thousands who aren't. It kind of depends on how authentic your following is and also um, just like how you're handling things on the business end. But like when we're working with brands, kind of like a jumping off point for a sponsored post, um, they basically say for every 10K, your base rate is going to be 100 Um, And then you build off of that based on how much more they want, how much time it's going to take, what you have to purchase to Mm -hmm. shoot the content. But that's kind of a good starting place right there just to kind of give you an idea of what people charge. Mm
0: -hmm. What would you say to someone who's listening that's like, okay, I I feel like you felt when you were helping your sister with content. You know, I want to do this, but I'm really nervous. And I've honestly just like put it on the back burner forever. What would you say to them? And also on that same fear, like is the – ocean too full of like influencers you know
2: what I mean okay yeah so the ocean's too full of your traditional influencer who's Mm -hmm. you can't take someone else's path on the influencer world anymore like Mm -hmm. it's just not enough so but there is room for everyone if you're willing to really like dig in and be yourself and put your true self out there. Because we have enough people who are already trying to use the same phrases as everyone else wear the exact same outfits and copy. And that just doesn't work for anyone now. So you also have to be willing to try all the new features. So right now, like the main way to grow is through video content. I'm sure you guys have seen that with like Mm -hmm. reels and TikTok. Like um, that also helped me you know, snowball it a little further for myself. I've had like multiple videos of Mm -hmm. the time-lapse porch decorating that Mm -hmm. all have two to five million views Mm -hmm. each. And that translates to people, followers on TikTok and then also on Instagram. So Mm -hmm. I'd say if someone's starting, like you're going to have to show up as yourself, you know, show up on stories every day. Anymore, you don't have to post feed posts, like just photos every single day. (laughs) You don't. Yeah. Because I think people, you know, it's overwhelming just every single day, like a feed photo Um, But if you're showing up in your stories every day and showing more real life stuff mixed in with inspirational stuff, I think that's the best way to do it. And then also make sure you're we all want to grow, but also make sure you're building relationships with people you already have. That's extremely important. Like I answer every single one of my DMs. And, you know, in that some days it's hundreds of DMs yeah. a day. But I'm going to – as long as they're – if they're spam, obviously. i ignore it. But, um, like, or if like, there's – like, hey, spam- you know, <laughs> sugar Yeah. Daddy. No, yeah. I, I mean, sometimes those sugar daddy ones, though, they got me like, huh, maybe yeah. I should <laughs> send over that
0: foot photo. <laughs> that we, we had that conversation almost every day. We yeah. Had that conversation. I was like, what
1: was it, like $2,000 for just a face picture? And I was yeah. like,
2: face picture? You just look at my Instagram. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. So, no, I – so I do, you know, like – so far, I've ignored all those, yeah. <laughs> um, but every single, like, woman that message, messages me with a genuine question, I respond to them all, and, like, a lot of these girls I've known for three years now, and mm-hmm. we do, like, I, I do like know that. what's going on in their life. and I'm like, how was your trip, or, like, what's mm-hmm. going on with your school closings, or, like, we mm-hmm. know what's going on, so those real relationships with people you already have are important because that's mm-hmm. also going to give you word of mouth. They're going to say, hey, there's this girl on social media and I love her, and, like, she's just, like, a friend, and they're going to recommend you to their friends and their family, and that's, like, the most authentic way to grow.
0: Yeah.
1: That's awesome. That is awesome. I love that you still, like, are, like, connected with them.
2: I love them. So (laughs) I
1: have a question, because, like, I even deal with this, and I don't have, like, that many followers at all, but, like, the pressure Mm -hmm. of, like, showing up and, like, sharing those things and, like, not – I mean – no matter what we do, we're going to be judged. Right. You know, if you're not showing up, I mean, people are still making their own stories about you, even if they don't know you. Yeah. But how do you deal with that like pressure every single day?
2: Well, gosh, I mean, I feel like I got kind of the hard part out of that because like going through high school, that was my life, okay. you know, yeah. like in high school, I would kind of do whatever I wanted and I didn't care what people thought. So I was used to kind of people making fun of me or yeah. talking about me or whatever. So like, this is kind of nothing new. I'm just glad I don't have to be with those people every single day in a school, you know? So it's it's almost easier for me that way. Every day like I post content or I'm going to get on my stories like zero makeup or, you know, just in a vulnerable state or or cry or just, you know, just be my real self. I always tell myself I have to think of my ideal follower right Mm -hmm. now. Like I got to think of that mom who's like in her house who's having a hard time or that mom who's you know, running errands, no makeup and just hopes no one sees her in the store. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, even though I feel kind of embarrassed, like showing up like that every day, I'm still, I just got to keep my mind focused on who I'm trying to reach. Mm-hmm. And you can't worry about the haters and the judges. And, you know, and at the end of the day, you're only not going to get judged if you're not doing anything right. yeah. because yeah. no one cares. So if yeah. you are doing something, that's just going to attract people that are hateful. And, something that I've heard on, you know, podcast or whatever is you're never going to be judged by someone doing more than you. Mm -hmm. So anyone who's doing less, like they're going to be hating. Yeah. Yeah. And you're at the end of the day, you're the one living rent free in their heads. So you got to just keep thinking of that person that you are trying to reach and just move forward with that. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And then we did that one live about creating like the story. So like I'm going to be like, okay, like, I'm going to share this, and then people are going to be like, oh, making fun of me, or like, wow, I can't believe she did that, and stayed, and it's like, let's create that story, like, I can't, I'm changing people's lives, like, yes. I may, like, give someone the courage or the confidence to be able to do, you know, whatever that is, so like, changing that story.
0: Yeah, like, you start an Instagram account, you, you pursue your influencer dream, what's the worst that can happen, people make fun of you, what's the best thing that can happen, people love yeah. you, and yes. most likely both things are going to happen, yeah, <laughs> but one's going to outweigh the other. Yeah, yes. Okay, so just to like summarize everything that you just said, let's clarify for everyone listening mm-hmm. that this is not like an overnight thing because I think some people will get started and then like a couple weeks later, they still have like 13 followers or whatever and they're like, well, I guess no one likes me. Like, this isn't for me. Like, can you shut up? <laughs> can you clarify like how much time and effort like this is going to, this takes?
2: Yes, it takes so much time. So I've been doing this over three years now. And, and that's consistently like every single day, basically from the time I wake up till the time I go to sleep, it has been a lot of work. It's not been easy. And then people need to know that you're not going to make any money in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And you might not, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of the reality of it. I think my entire first year I might've made 75 bucks. Mm -hmm. So if that's where people want to, I don't, I didn't make a dollar until I think I had like 8,000 followers. And I had this lady who was from a uh, shop Goldilocks. Her name was Jill. And she offered to pay me mm-hmm. money for a post. And I just couldn't believe it. So I was like, yeah. I was so yeah. grateful to her. I was like, oh my gosh, she would to pay me? So but, like, that was great. But like, it was slow. So like, I haven't, it's not been full time for me really mm-hmm. since, or I think last October was when I finally could say like, okay, like. I make full-time money now. I could support myself if I had to. That's too. incredible.
0: Mm-hmm. That's an awesome. amazing turnaround. Like, yeah. I think that's what some people don't realize. It's like maybe they get lost with like the time and effort. They're like, well, I don't have time. I don't, I don't have any effort for this. <laughs> but it's like how much time and effort are you putting into your 9 to 5 that you hate? Yes. Like, or just – you to be an influencer – about oh. scrolling on. Exactly. Like yeah. scrolling and like looking at other things. Definitely games. more yeah. than 10 to 30 minutes a day. Yes.
2: yes. Absolutely. And for me, a like a regular 9 to 5, like obviously we need – those kinds of people. But for me, that just never appealed to me. And I Mm -hmm. wanted to do something where I was going to be able to like put some creative energy behind Mm -hmm. and like do my passions. And you know, Mm -hmm. like it's me that like passions, like, you know, just cooking and like decorating can be monetized. Yes. So like, it's really, it's really worked out great. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it did take a while in the beginning. So I just want people to know that it's a a super, super slow grow when it comes to getting paid for things
0: but like following the right people will create a support system that will help you like stay encouraged as you mm-hmm. grow so finding people yes. like Macy and, and all that so if someone wanted to follow you like where would they be able to do that
2: yes yeah, so um i'm on instagram at macy blackwell i think there's a period between the macy and the blackwell because i think the normal macy blackwell is taken already so it's like <laughs> macy period blackwell and it's the exact same thing on tiktok yeah those awesome. are my main platforms. We'll throw them in
0: the podcast description, too, so you ladies should go check her out. But thank you so much for being on here yes, thank and you. Aww, sharing for your influence life with us. It's fun. While our girls are outside playing with kittens. Yes. <laughs> thank you for tuning in and listening to the Mother Together podcast.
1: If you want to hang out with us in real life, join our Facebook group, Mother Together. Go to Facebook, search Mother Together in groups, click join, and make sure to answer those questions. See you in
0: the, the group. group.